0: Welcome to episode 99 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me today. And this week, we conclude our reading of Dr. Justin Bass's book, The Bedrock of Christianity, The Unalterable Facts of Jesus' Death and Resurrection, and I am smoking the Warfighter Garrison 50 Cal Oscuro Maduro. Let's go to the Warfighter Tobacco website and see what they have to say. A dark and bold double or black Maduro, strong leather, earth tones complemented by spice and pepper, can pick up some sweetness, but subtler than field. That's one of their other cigars. Despite strength, has a buttery note. This is our boldest cigar and is not for the new or mild smoker. And the wrapper is Habano Oscuro Maduro from Honduras. Uh, Binder is Connecticut from Honduras. Filler is Habano from Ometepe in Nicaragua. Habano from Esteli. And Habano Ligero from Condega. And the, uh, the Vitolas are Robusto, 5x52, Toro, 6x52, Double Corona, 7x52, Rocco, 6x60, Corona, 5.5x46, and the Lancero, 7x38. That is the Warfighter Tobacco 50 Cal Garrison, Oscuro Maduro. So let's go ahead and finish up Dr. Justin Bass's book, The Bedrock of Christianity. And the title of this week's section is Epilogue, New Creation. If Jesus Christ was really raised from the dead, if he is really the son of God and you believe in him, All these things that you long for most desperately will come true at last. We will escape time and death. We will know love without parting. We will even communicate with non-human beings. Think angels. And we will see evil defeated forever. In fairy stories, especially the best and most well-told ones, we get a temporary emotional reprieve from a real world in which our deepest desires are all violently rebuffed but if we believe the gospel we are assured that all those longings will be fulfilled in real time space and history tim keller making sense of god in the introduction I quoted C.S. Lewis explaining why Christianity is the true myth. It seems only fitting to end this book considering some of the glorious implications for us and our world if Jesus really did rise from the dead, if this is indeed the one true myth. The earliest followers of Jesus did not just claim that Jesus rose from the dead, but but that his resurrection was the inauguration of God's new creation right in the middle of history. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. 2 Corinthians 5.17 The resurrection of Jesus has proven that God has not abandoned his good creation, but has already redeemed part of it in Jesus of Nazareth. This is indeed proof that he will redeem the whole cosmos one day. See Romans 8:18 18-25. As Dale Allison writes, Yet another reason that I should like to believe in the non-metaphorical resurrection of Jesus is that this makes a compelling statement for the goodness of creation. To transfigure a crucified corpse is another way of saying, with Genesis 1, that the material world, despite all the evil we see in it, is nonetheless good. God does not abandon matter, but redeems it. The resurrection says that, despite the ills and sins flesh is heir to, Despite the burden our arthritic bones become as we progress into old age, Genesis 1 has it right. So much so that the creator of matter must be the redeemer of matter. What so many in our world long for and dream of, perfect justice, the end of all sin, war, and death, the redemption of the entire cosmos, will come true, if Jesus rose from the dead. In addition, it speaks to our individual, bodily resurrection to come. This was, in fact, Paul's primary argument in quoting in the creedal tradition in First Corinthians 15. Because Jesus has been raised, so shall all, all of his followers when he returns. First Corinthians fifteen twenty 20-23 As he wrote elsewhere in Romans, but if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Romans 8, 11. Or again in Philippians, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of His glory. Philippians 3, 20-21 The hope of resurrection, or at least some kind of continued existence after death, seems to be a universal longing of human beings today and throughout history. We can still see how the imagination and hearts of so many are inspired by Jesus' death and resurrection in literature and film, such as Shakespeare's Hermione from The Winter's Tale, Tolkien's Gandalf, Lewis's Aslan, the Wachowskis' Neo, Brian Singer's Superman, and even J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter. Whether we are looking at the worship of the gods and mythological heroes in the ancient world, or the quasi-worship of superheroes in films and stories in our present day, there seems to have always been this universal longing for a savior, someone who would rescue us from our ultimate enemy, death. Gilgamesh went on an epic quest to conquer death and achieve immortality in humanity's most ancient story in literature. He discovered, as Shakespeare says through Hamlet, that death is the undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns. If in the case of Jesus, we do have a traveler who has returned, and not just returned, but conquered death for us all, then all the hopes and dreams of humanity, beginning with Gilgamesh, would be fulfilled in Christ. This is how you fit into the story of Jesus. Do you want this to be true? Philosopher and atheist Luke Ferry wrote an excellent book, A Brief History of Thought, surveying the history of ideas. He broke it into three stages. Greek philosophy, Christianity, and the more modern secular humanism. Even though Ferry aligns with an atheistic secular humanism, he admits in his discussion of Christianity that its promises are unsurpassed in the history of thought. He wishes it were true. He concludes his discussion of Christianity by saying, If the promises made to me by Christ are genuine, And if divine providence takes me in hand as an individual, however humble, then my immortality will also, in turn, be personal. In which case, death itself is finally overcome, and not merely the fears it arouses in me, I find the Christian proposition infinitely more tempting, except for the fact that I do not believe in it. But were it to be true... I would certainly be a taker. If it were true, I would certainly be a taker. Hmm. The conclusion of the historical investigation in this book argues, it is true. This Jesus God raised up again, to which we are all witnesses. Acts 2.32 Give the risen Jesus welcome. I close with some immortal words from one of the greatest of these skeptical men who was an atheist who became convinced Jesus rose from the dead. G.K. Chesterton If Christianity were an error, it seems as if the error could hardly have lasted a day. If it were a mere ecstasy, it would seem that such an ecstasy could not endure for an hour. It has endured, For nearly 2,000 years, and the world within it has been more lucid, more level-headed, more reasonable in its hopes, more healthy in its instincts, more humorous and cheerful in the face of fate and death than all the world outside. For it was the soul of Christendom that came forth from the incredible Christ, and the soul of it was common sense." Earlier in the same book, he wrote, On the third day, the friends of Christ coming at daybreak to the place found the grave empty and the stone rolled away. In varying ways, they realized a new wonder, but even they hardly realized that the world had died in the night. What they were looking at was the first day of a new creation, with a new heaven and a new earth, and in appearance as a gardener, God walked again in the garden, in the cool, not of the evening, but the dawn. And with that, we've completed Dr. Justin Bass's book, The Bedrock of Christianity, The Unalterable Facts of Jesus' Death and Resurrection. I hope it has helped you to more fully understand the factual and historical basis for the claims of Christianity. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to Dr. Bass's website where you can pick up a copy for yourself. And also in the show notes are links to this week's cigar, as well as Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless, Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals, and the Burning Bush Merchandise Store where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. And I'd appreciate it if you would tell your friends. So until next week, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.